Anybody in here glad you saved? Amen. Yes. Thank the Lord, I had three people. <laughs> Man. What's that mean? It means I got a house full of legs saved. Amen. I get to preach to them today. Today, I want you to turn with me over to 2 Timothy. And we're going to start in chapter 3 and we're going to read just a little bit and then we're going to back up maybe go into Matthew's Gospel. We'll try not to hold you very long today. But I want you to understand the importance of the time frame that you are living in and where are you standing? Where are you standing in relation to God? Where are you? Uh, are you close to Him? Are you far away from Him? Where are you in your relationship? In the third chapter, verse 1 says, But now this, that in the last days peerless times shall come, or will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Now, I want you to let this verse here speak out to you. And I want you to ask yourself, what do I have? In the fifth verse it says, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people, now you know, <laughs> this, is, this is going to go over like a, a, a snowball through hail right now. Amen. I know you ain't going to like it. I don't believe it's the word of God. Amen. Now listen to what Paul is telling Timothy. See, it's, it, 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 we need to be careful who we're hanging around with. We need to be careful what we're hanging around with. We need to be careful who we're listening to. We need to be careful who we're talking to. Well, what are you talking about? Let's the rest right there. Having a form of godliness but denying his power and from such people turn away. For out of this sort are those who creep. Give us anything creep. These mm -hmm. is alone. Just creeps into your life. Those who creep into households and make captives of vulnerable women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts. Always, now I want you to know something. Right here in this verse 7, this is America today. Always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. We're always learning junk, Ricky, off TV, off the media. We're always learning things off the radio. See, I'm very careful anymore. 
And you might say, now, preacher, don't get on me. I'm not getting on you. I, I'm just preaching you the Word today. Amen. You've got to be careful what you tune your ears into an hour. Because they are so convincing. The world, I, 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 you all have heard me say this, and you've heard me preach this, and I'm going to say it again today. I got so tied up in this election deal with President Trump and President Biden that I... As soon as I got home, normally, uh, you know, I'd go to the counter and get me a little sandwich or something, and I'd come home from work. But on my way to the counter, Jim, I'd grab my remote, turn that Fox News on. I wanted to hear what they had to say while I was fixing my sandwich. And I would listen, Sister Denise, and I would feel this anger start building up in me. And I would think, how foolish, how stupid. You know, and, 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 and while I was at the counter one day, the sweet voice of the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, what are you doing? What are you listening to? What are you attending your ears to? Negative, negative, negative. Now, I got this for you. You get mad at me. I don't care. I, I, I'm past this phase. I don't care if you get mad at me or not anymore. Well, preacher, you know, I never listen to that CNN. They lie. They do. But I got news for you. Fox News does too. Amen. Amen. Because let me tell you something. Anybody that's degrading and constantly degrading one another is not of God. It's not of God. In fact, I can show you that the Word of God said, and I told my cousin this the other night. Now, do I like the Democratic Party, the, the things that they believe and do? No, I don't. I ain't going to lie about it. But my Bible says I am to pray for my leaders. I am to get on my knees. I am not to get angry with them. I am not to 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 uh, despise them and, and want rid of them. And amen. And no matter the cause, my Bible says I need to pray for them, Ricky. I need to uphold their name before the Lord and ask God. God, change this person's heart. Change this person's mind. Amen. Why? Because they are a living soul. Amen. I actually said this, and I, and I, I do. I feel sorry. For Joe Biden. And I have from the day that he announced he was going to run for president. I told my wife. I told my dad. I said, that man is sick. You can tell listening to him talk. He has problems. And I'm not belittling. I'm not running him down. That man is sick. He's got a problem. Amen. But yet they didn't care. The politics didn't care about his health. They just cared that he could win their vote. That, that he could get in as president. They didn't care about his health. They didn't care about this man. And I got news for you. We as godly men and women today should not find ourselves in a predicament that we don't care about a person's soul. Amen. amen. That we don't care, amen, whether they end up in hell or whether they, uh, amen, are, are suffering from afflictions. But we need, amen, to be godly men and women who care, amen, about one another. Listen to me. We've got to understand, I'm not, I'm not here to jump you to vote Republican or, or Democrat. That's not where I'm going, amen. I'm telling you that the mind state of our Christians need to change, amen. We need not to be sucked down into this world of non-caring and non-loving and non-affectionate. We need not to be pulled down to that level. But we need to set our standards higher and pray, amen. If our nation ever needed prayer, Jim, it needs it now. Amen. 
Well, preacher, to hell with this nation. No, no, friend, I will never go down to say that. Never do I want my nation to end up in hell. But the Bible says, amen, that a nation that forgets God will be turned into hell, amen. And I don't want to see my family. I don't want to see my loved ones, my grandchildren. I don't want to see that live in a nation that's going to be turned over to wickedness, amen, where it's going to swarm, amen, and take over our world. We are called out from among them to be a separated people, to pray and to search and to seek for God. Amen. Listen to what he said. You've got to be careful what's going in to your ears. You've got to be careful what is coming in uh, your radio, what's coming across your television. Now, Tane is sitting there, amen, and I have no reason to lie to you, and she'll bear this out. I've got to, Brother Jim, I don't even turn on the air, Peggy, I see my TV, if it's not the gospel, if it ain't something positive coming into me. I don't want it, Denise. I don't want the negativeness of this world piping in anymore. Amen. I want the positiveness, the positiveness of God in my life. I want to speak positive. I want to get His Word into me. Amen. And let me tell you something. Do you know, and you might laugh, you might criticize, but do you know that this word right here can be addictive if you would allow it? I can't wait to sit down on my couch. I can't wait to get a spare minute. That's kind of, I'm not lying to you. I got Bibles laid on my chair, Bible laid on my and, and, and whenever I can, Denise, it's just like grabbing a snack for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. I, I, I get so uh, hyped up on it, brother. You know, that, that yesterday I come in from mowing the grass and I sit down to cool them in and to drink me a Coke Zero, amen. And I sit there and I just look over at that word, amen. I, I grabbed it and read me a few scriptures like that. And get it. What are you doing, preacher? I'm trying to give my, my spirit man something to eat on, amen. I've given the natural man a Coca-Cola. How come I can't give the spirit man something, amen? If we take that, woo! If we take that mentality, amen, and care as much about that spiritual man and get him on the positive track and feed him a little snack every once in a while, we might be amazed at what we come and become in Jesus Christ. Man, I heard something the other night on TV, and I'm telling you what, I, I, I sit right up on the edge of that chair. I said, man, I need to hear that. The Word of God says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. You say, that's impossible, preacher. No, it ain't. If it was impossible, it wouldn't be written in the covers of this book. How did you do it? How did you get the mind of Christ? By meditating on it. By reading it. By searching it. This is the Word of God. Paul said, let this mind be in you. What mind? This mind. This mind. This mind. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Did you notice that every time Jesus talked, a lot of times he was quoting parables, amen. He was quoting thoughts of God. He was quoting thoughts of God. What he said, Victor, I'm telling you, amen, that we can get so close to God, and we can get so hungry for God, and we can get this it's stirring in us, amen, and then when you, you just go to talking and rattling off, the Word of God just starts flowing out. Listen to me. Let's careful who you hang around with. Paul's warning Timothy, don't get around these kind of people. Get away from them. Well, preacher, we're supposed to love everybody. Yes, you are. But let me tell you something, and I'll say this down in this pulpit. There's some people you better love at a distance. Amen. Amen. 
you wouldn't love them at a distance. Because that can be bad news for you. That can entice you to do things that you would normally not do. They can talk enough negative about you. Amen. You know what? I love that little lady sitting back there. She still calls us butterflies. If you run this church down, she'll quickly tell you, don't talk about my church. She loves her church, amen? amen? Don't talk about my church. I love that body of believers. I love that congregation. Don't talk about it. Don't run them down. Amen? Yeah. What are you saying today? I'm telling you, amen, that we need to draw so close to the Lord that we, we love the brethren. Amen? You know how you know you're saying? The Bible says you know you've been called out of darkness into His marvelous light because... You love the brethren. When you find yourself talking about a brother that, that Jesus Christ has died for, amen, first of all, there ought to be some alarms going off. There ought to be some signs going up saying, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute, something don't, I should not be saying that. I shouldn't be saying that. See, what I'm trying to get across to you is, is that I was telling Timothy here there's things that will creep in on you. Crouch. Just move. You know, a lot of times evilness is about like a snail. Just slow, but it's perseverance. It don't give up. It don't give up. And, 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 and that's what evil is in our lives. Preacher, will it ever be easy to be Christian? No. No, it won't. You, you joined the wrong army. If you're looking for easiness. Because we're going against the stream. We're going against the current. And when you quit fighting and when you quit striving, the next thing you do is start floating. And you start floating. And, and, and now listen, don't, don't get all upside down on me here. When you try to say, I backslid. No. I'm telling you that if you ain't as close to God as you once was, you have backslidden downhill, amen? You slid downstream. Well, how do I find strength? How do I keep swimming? How do I keep going against the current? His word. His word. David said it like this. He said, thy word is a light unto my path. I got to have the word. I got to have the light. I get tickled and tainted, you know, but it, uh, even for the time we've been. It, it, <laughs> and I used to do it, and I just used to do it. <laughs> I'd catch her walking through the bedroom, so I might get a bit light up. Oh! She'd say, turn it out! I mean, stop her dead with her. I said, can't you see? I can see the bed. I can't see nothing. I can't see nothing. I'm going to stumble into something. And she came. Bless her heart. I mean, the light goes out. She goes blind as a bat. Amen. 
I can't honestly. I can see my bed even in the dark. I can see the dresser. I can see things. I can see things. It's not her. Amen. And that's what David was saying about the word of God. He said it's a lie under my back. I got to have it. I got to have it. I got to see where I'm going. I got to know where I'm at. Amen. Listen, there's a lot of times that they don't even want and, and and I you know I don't understand why people can't understand how real the demonic spirits are. And and they don't always come with horns on their head and dragging you know a dragon tail behind them. But the Bible says they are angels of light at times. They come so beautiful. They come so beautiful. And they come so appealing to us. Well surely this could not be of the devil. This is so good. This has to be of God. No, you better line it up with God. You better see it if it is God. Amen. This, this, is, this is more than just a book. This is our instruction manual. Amen. I don't know about some of you men. Maybe you, I'm the only one in here. And I hope I am. I hope I am. But I got a little mantra, man. And when we buy things sometimes, I like to prove to Tanner that I can put it together with that <laughs> I don't need that instruction, man. No, I know how to do this. Any dummy can put a screw in this. But I can't tell you how many times I put something together again and I look in there with one more part and I can figure out what that one more part is. <laughs> You've been there. Uh, yeah, you, you, you sit there and you think, uh, or, you reckon I need to do that, you know. I don't really think I need that part. Tain the stuff that maybe you yeah. And then you have to turn around and take the thing all back apart, amen. Hides the knees of shame. Amen. Well, you know, that's the way we do it in, in religion. That's the way we do it in our walk with the Lord. Sometimes we just don't need the word. We don't need it thought on it. We, we've got it. We've got it. And then we wake up down some path and we think, God, I thought you loved me. I thought, I don't understand how you could have thought. And you know what we do? We'll say, God, I don't understand how you let me get here. And God said, it's my will that any should perish. And it's my will that you walk down that walk. I told you to open up. Ask and I'll tell you. <coughs> you know, ask and I'll, I'll fill you with wisdom. Ask, I'll give it to you. But we got too much pride to ask. We got too much pride to seek. We got too much pride to search. Today, what I want you to understand today is that we're living in the later days. We're living in the last times. I really believe that. And I look and I think about how empty our churches are today. Paul told Timothy, he said, listen, there'll be a day come that teachers will heed to themselves, teachers having itching ears. Uh, uh, in other words, we'll, we'll get our own little clique together and, and we'll do our thing. We don't need a church. We don't need a church. That's what Paul told Timothy they would do. So you got to be careful. Be careful. See, we should never, ever, never be a clique. Part of a clique. But we should all strive to be together in unity. Lifting up the body. Lifting up the name of Christ. That's why Paul said, listen, 
Forsaken not the assembling of yourselves together. See, there's strength in our unity. There's strength. Now, I, I'm going to ask y'all something. Don't lie. They make the preacher feel good. <coughs> I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. uh, but does any of you really, it, it, other than me, is any of you really enjoying our nightly, weekly, nightly Bible studies together? Amen. They good. They all good. Why is it that they're good? Because they're a, a, a meal together. We're having a meal together. We're sitting down and feeding the spiritual man together. It's just one hour. Amen. But I'm telling you, and and, and, and I may I may suffer after I leave here. She might go for high up with you. But me and my wife don't read our Bibles together at home. We don't. They ain't no use to lie about it. But she sits in there beside me at that table. And she's reading with me. And I can't tell you how good it makes me feel. I can't tell you as a pastor of this church how strong to have her there with her Bible opened up and we're sharing the Word of God together. Amen. We can't, for some reason or another, we can't get on that track at home. There, there's clothes to be washed, there's dishes to be cleaned, or something needs to be cooked. Uh, they're, 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 you know, Jack's nibbling at her, biting at her, uh, biting with her. We just can't get it. And I had no intentions. I had no idea that when, you know, how good this was going to be for me and her sitting in there at the table. And I look and I see Johnny and Teresa sitting there together, amen. Jason and Teresa. <coughs> Listen, I'm here to tell you, amen, that if we keep on, keeping on in the Word, it's hard to tell them what's going to happen. It's hard to tell them what's going to happen. And the reason I want, I want to show you what the God said. In the days of in the Tower of Babel, God's talking to the Trinity, talking to Jesus, and talking to the Holy Spirit. He said, if we don't go down there and confuse their language. Now you read this yourself. He said, if we don't go down there and confuse them. In other words, they're in one mind. <coughs> They're, they got their minds together to do it. He said, there's nothing that they can't do. That's how much power is in unity. That's how much power is in the human brain when people come together with one thought, with one mind, and one accord. Now, can I, I will give you this. Hey, man, it's just a little, little, little cracker that you want today. <laughs> said, any two of you touching any one thing in my name? Now listen, that, that, I, I had to do some research on this. I had to learn, Jim. He's not talking about <coughs> Billy Touch. We thought that for years. Two people laying their hands on something. Uh-uh. Touch your face. What? Uh, touch your face. Let's touch on this together. Let's, let's get together on this. Let's think about this. Amen. What, Jim? One accord. One accord. All right. Now let me ask you this, Denise. If two has that kind of power and authority, what does a whole church have if it come together in you? Get that core ready. There'll be nothing to stop us. What could a whole church have if they come in one mind, one accord? When we don't have five arguing over the color of the seeds or what color of the seeds are, whether we should have birth or not have birth, whether we should put line. See, that's what destroyed in our churches. Mm -hmm. Division. 
Oh, stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. You know, I went off. Uh, I went off on, on vacation there for a little bit, and I come back and uh, Trisha, Jim, Chris, and all different ones. Of them. I don't know how many people involved. I think Johnny might have been involved. In them. Uh, they just they rearranged all kinds of stuff. <laughs> just rearranged all kinds of stuff. And I come back and I thought, wow, you know, they didn't get my permission to do this. They didn't need it. They support this church. They put their money in that box back there. They had the right to say, yeah, as I do, amen. I said, it looks lovely. I love it. It looks good. Moved the coffee on the camera back there and made a little coffee room. You go back. I thought, hey, I never thought about this. This is nice. I like it. I like it. It's good. See, well, what makes it like that preacher? Maturing is the word. Material things ain't important. My people being happy and loving one another is what's important. That's nice. Is that we grow up together, amen. So listen, be careful. This world we live in, God wanted you to know today, I really believe this. Uh, God wanted you to know, you gotta be careful who you're hanging around. I don't know who that's for. Don't know anything about any of you as far as the personal life. Ain't ain't in don't know it. Don't want to know it. I said, be careful who you let me entice you. Be careful who you, who you let persuade you to do things. Be careful who you listen to. Amen. Because, <laughs> old Glenn Thomas, uh, oh, man, you know, I love hearing preach, but he's lazier and I'll get out. I tell him to his face all the time, I said, you're the laziest preacher I've taught in my life. Well, I know what he said, but, you know. But I was telling him one day, I said, Clem, you know, I thought that was in the Bible. He said, sounds good, don't you? I said, what? And he said, a lot of people think so. He said, ain't in there. But he said, sounds good, don't it? <laughs> and I thought, you, you, we giggle about it, but it is true. You know, I, I heard all my life. I, I couldn't even, I bet you I couldn't line the preachers up a, a, from here to that door that they wouldn't have to go out the door that I've heard preach this message right here. And one day I said, I've got to find that. I ain't going to read that. You must come with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. You must come if you get saved. That's the only way you get saved. And I thought, I'll look at that. What could find it? So I went to Glenn. I said, Glenn, I've heard you preach it, and I preached it, and different ones have preached it, and we heard it. I said, where's that at in the Bible? And he grinned, had this smirky look on his face. He said, they didn't know. I said, how do you know? He said, because I went and asked Sid Moore. <laughs> Sid Moore, the reason I said it, Sid Moore is talking about Ask him anything you want, anytime. Anytime, anytime. He'd be a wind, he'd sit at the table. Sid, and just give me this verse, Sid, and he can just rattle it off. It's like he's, he knows it cover to cover, verse by verse. And then I went to see it. Sid said, no. Huh? Sounds good. Sounds good. You want to know why our churches has lost its power? Because they're going on. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Why we follow it that? We will follow it. Amen. Need to line up with God. Or it ain't gonna do it. Amen. All right, let's close. Let's all stand. <coughs>